Hi, lovely. Welcome to the Rituals Podcast. I'm Ruby Lee, and I'm sharing on business in a way that you've never experienced it before. I share openly on topics like money, spiritual tools, wealth building, energetics, and of course, the strategies that took me from zero to multiple seven figures in less than three and a half years. What makes this podcast so unique is that these topics aren't separate from one another. Instead, in the Rituals world, they actually exist as one. And also, as I share from my authentic truth, you will feel so empowered to do the same. So let's open up a space to receive and journey into this episode together. Hey guys, how are you? How are we all doing? And I really hope that you've tuned in feeling well, being at your best, manifesting some big things, calling in some amazing new next level lifestyle goals. So much has been happening. I just had a trip away, one night spontaneous trip away. And I find sometimes they are the ones that are just so magical. They are so good to get on because it's less planned and it's kind of just more casual. So on Friday, I said to the family, hey, let's just jump in the car and let's go. Let's just book a hotel somewhere, like a two hour drive away, kind of random, somewhere we've never been before. And we found this cute little hotel just two hours out from where we live. And we just had the best time. Like it was a really wonderful little cute hotel. And there was a nice lobby area where I journals and I got a little glass of wine. And then we went out for dinner that night. It was so fantastic. And I'll tell you why, because it honestly felt like the vibes of 2019 when we were traveling again. And we used to say, oh, where do we want to travel to? Or what city should we pick on a map? And it really just brought those vibes back. So I was so happy. And We came back yesterday and I recorded a whole podcast episode and for whatever reason, the video component of the podcast did not record and me and my team are really wanting to step up to do more video podcasting because firstly, it's amazing to transform the podcast in this way. I know that I really like watching video podcasts myself. And so if you're on YouTube, hello, if you're not on YouTube and you're listening to this, just wherever you listen to podcasts and you want to watch the video version of it, come to my channel. I'll leave it in the show notes below. But one of the really interesting things that I polled you guys on on Instagram, which is also where I mostly get connection, ideas, inspiration, and obviously direction from the audience is really through IG stories. So I'd asked all of you, hey, I like video podcasts. Is this something that you want to see me do more of? And this whopping percentage, 93% of you, which ended up being hundreds of you who voted saying that, yes, you do love to watch podcasts on YouTube. Who knew? I guess I knew. I like the podcasts that I like watching. There are a lot of business type podcasts like, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, Ed Milet, Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi. All those are really fun to watch. Anyway, that's a long way around of saying we are going to be doing more video podcasting. So subscribe to my YouTube channel. The other thing that I just did was I had a meeting with my finance team. And we had a really exciting chat, really cool stuff because we are purchasing the home. The house is about to be done, finished. Like we drove past it the other day and the driveway is pretty much being leveled and the trees are going in. It's starting to look really like a home now. And we were talking about renting out the space or we're talking about doing some longer term furnished kind of situation. We're talking about moving in and just really like, what are the options right now? So we're just laying it all out on the table and these sorts of financial conversations about material wealth and building up a wealth portfolio just always turns me on. It always just goes bing. 
And it really kind of brings you out and above of the business where sometimes we can get so stuck in this business that we're creating and what we're launching and what products are being put out there and how we're going to make 10K months, 20K months, 20K days, whatever, you know, floats your boat. But if you don't really have this link towards where it's going and why you're building this level of generational wealth, it just sort of becomes same, same, same. So I feel extremely energized. I was driving home and Michael was in the passenger seat and we were just having this big, massive talk about all of our hopes and dreams financially and where we want to start allocating more money. We had some really good news from the finance team today just with the surplus. Isn't that like the best word when you think of financials? The surplus. It's just, it even holds such a sexy energy, like surplus money. Our finance guy was like saying, hey, you're going to have like hundreds of thousands of dollars in surplus. What would you like to do with it? So good. And I was manifesting that to be, you know, one day you can have millions of dollars in surplus. What would you like to do with it? So even after purchasing the home and reallocating some stuff financially, we still have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars to play around with, with, which just feels so absolutely incredible because a big goal of mine at the start of this year, we purchased the house off the plan last year, but a big goal of mine was to pay the house off in full and not have to have a massive mortgage and not have to think about all these things. So, you know, financially the cash flow situation is so amazing and fantastic. And I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for so much that I started this business, which is so uncapped. And he said, So, you know, ideally, where would you like to be this time next year in terms of the surplus? Like how much would you guys like to have in this portfolio or this part or this allocation of your financials? And we both just looked at each other and I said to him, how long is a piece of string? We we live in an uncapped universe in terms of the business that we've created and built. So, and he goes, all right, well, let's put down 500,000 in extra surplus. And I was like, no, no, no. Like that is not, that's not a vibe. (laughs) I'm like, can we just add a one in front of that? And he's like, oh, like 100,000? No, I'm like, no, no, like 1.5 million in surplus. And he just looked at me and he just was like, okay, cool, love it. Like he he gets it. He's he's just really awesome and I have put a lot of trust in, in him. And anyway, he was like, okay, cool. So if this is going to happen. And then he started drawing out all these scenarios and we were talking about where the dream house is going to be and where it is that we're wanting to settle down as like the primary place of residence here on the Gold Coast. And I gave him my dream suburb. And for those of you that know Southern Gold Coast, like I really, really love this one section of the Gold Coast, which is like Corumban area. And there is just the open beach and you can basically like have your backyard door open up and it walks straight onto the sand, straight onto the beach. So that is really my, my ultimate goal in the next couple of years to purchase a property around that area. But this was just really, really clarifying. And so much has happened actually in the last couple of weeks, you know, beginning with the strategy day, which by the way, you all just loved that one. I got so many DMs about you, you know, being inspired by how to set up your own strategy day. And that is why you're going to be so incredibly clear about your goals for the next season. And then the success of it comes by reminding yourself of why you set that strategy and what the next, you know, 90 days, 12 months, three years and five years looks like. So the house was always on the strategy plan. And now it just feels even more concrete and even more real. 
And when you're thinking about something like creating a wealth portfolio or taking yourself up and out of your business and not just looking at it from a sales point of view, but looking at it from how are you building your wealth and what do you want to do with this money and not just wanting to survive and just kind of like have head above water. This is really just so cool to be in this chat, in this position where I'm able to talk with my finance team about this. Hi, Queen. I hope you are loving today's episode. And whilst we are here, I have to let you know about my money course called The Queen of Coin. It is so amazing. We cover four main topics inside of this course, including frequency and flow for business, earning more and working less, attracting abundance at all times, and wealth like it grows on trees. Oh, how delicious does that sound? If you are ready to jump in and do the work around money, this is the course for you. Enter the code Rituals Podcast to receive 10% off and let's jump straight back into today's episode. But what if you're not here yet? I'm fully aware that there's a lot of you here who listen in and you are building your business and you are, you know, still kind of aiming for that very, very early start momentum. So whatever it is, I'm going to throw some arbitrary numbers out there. If your aim is to get to your first $10,000 a month, this is something that I really hold very dearly, this number. It's not just a number that I throw out because it's like, oh, that's like what entrepreneurs say, hit your first 10K months. I fully understand the energy behind that because when I started off in my business, the first 10K really signified that I was able to possibly quit my day job and actually have an opportunity to run a freedom-based business, meaning that I could have a laptop lifestyle, I could have more time with the kids and I could travel. So that really meant so much to me. And having that momentum around 10K, it was really, really hard to get off the ground. I'll tell you why it feels hard and it doesn't need to, but this is why it does. Okay. It feels hard because you are everything in your business. You are sales, marketing, tech, delivery, mentoring, business developments, you know, all the things. And it's no wonder that at times it feels like you are wearing all the hats because you literally are wearing all the hats. And eventually when you get to the point where you have your first, you know, five or 10 K months, just depending, everybody has a different financial situation. But whenever you get to that point where you realize, actually, I do have excess and surplus, there's the word there that I can actually reinvest back into the business, do that because it does actually contribute to the long-term view of how your business is really here to help serve you rather than you having to serve your business constantly. Let me know if that makes sense. So for example, when I hit my first 10K month, I knew that I was going to put a portion of that away, 80% of it into investing into our tech structure and into a little bit of branding. So getting the website up, getting some branding work done because I was really shit at visual branding. And that was really where that first sort of $8,000, $7,000 went. And I was really happy with that because it helped me really get set up any equipment that I needed, any upgrades. That was really where that first initial capital investment went as an online coach wanting to get to 10K regularly. And the reason why I was able to put such a huge portion of that towards my business is because from the beginning, I knew that I wanted to come at business from a really wealthy woman mindset rather than feeling in lack and struggling was because I actually went back to work for a period of almost 12 months to save up and build a financial runway. And that runway ended up becoming this beautiful, energetic, 
you know, safety net for me. So then I didn't have to kind of go at it every month, hoping and praying that I could make 10K to cover the mortgage at the time, or just having this like really restrictive way of operating in my business. I knew that even if I didn't make money that month, I would still have six to seven months of savings that I could lean on. And that felt really good to me. So, you know, the 10K that I made was all already in excess. Like it was already on top of the savings that I had. And like, if this is really hitting home, you've got a side hustle or maybe you've gone all in in your business and you don't have a level of energetic connection to financial stability, it will end up feeling really, really tight financially, of course, but also you put a lot of pressure on yourself to perform. And when you do that, you never do your best work. Like some people perform well under pressure, but ultimately they do have a support system behind them. If you don't have a support system behind you, and in this case, we're talking about wealth and finance and you have the pressure to perform, it really does feel like one big alchemy of disaster just waiting to happen. And take all of this with like a micrograin of salt because everybody has a different design. But just speaking from experience, personally, I knew that I needed to have a level of financial runway. And the sacrifice there was going back to work and, you know, earning that the money from the day job and, you know, having a paycheck coming through. But I'm so grateful that that version of me did that and actually had had the nous to just set myself up for the long term vision. With all of this being said, regular 10K months started to come in. I was reinvesting a large chunk of that back into the business. And then I ended up hiring more people. So whether it was a virtual assistant at the time, someone who could just help me do more graphics, more social media, that was one hire. And then eventually I hired someone to help me with my calendar and bookings that I got because I was able to concentrate more on my zone of genius, which is creating content and selling. More sales came through, more inquiries came through, but I was really bad at managing my calendar and my diary. So I knew that I needed someone to come in and take me out of that detail so that I could stay in the bigger picture stuff that I was really, really good at. And that led me to 20K months and 30K months and so on and so forth. So anyway, I had this idea that if you don't already follow me on either Instagram or TikTok, so TikTok is actually where I think primarily I'll be creating more of this content. I'm actually going to be documenting different stories throughout the timeline of me hitting my first 100k month, me hitting my first 200, 300, 400, 500, 6, 7, 8, 9 to a million. And then we'll see how we go because then I might then keep going from documenting the stories around the million to 2 million. So this is going to be a really big content plan that I'll roll out for the next, you know, 6 to 9 months. I really want to use this as a test to firstly see if TikTok likes it and to grow it because I have been really looking for what feels comfortable on, on TikTok. And this is really also part of the journey because in 12 months time, I could be saying the reason why I went from 3 million to 5 million is because I really nailed down my TikTok strategy. Gosh, I would love to share that with all of you, (laughs) but this is the beginnings of it. And I think I'm going to do this as like a story set. So anyway, if all of this is super interesting, this is really just one big wealthy chat and a talk about wealth, investment, income growth, really looking at the discipline behind that income growth, staying in your zone of genius. If you love this, this is just totally random. I just wanted to jump on and give you guys a little insight into all the things that are going on here then let me know, screenshot this episode, come on over to Instagram. I love to have a chat with you in there. If you have any questions about 
anything to do with wealth, cash, money, income. I'm such an open book. I've literally documented my entire journey for four years and it includes both the money stuff, the business, the spiritual and energetics, which is really the three things that make up the epitome of my brand. I am so here. I'm really, really of this mindset and this mentality over the next 12 months. I'm just going to keep on giving as much as I possibly can, because the reason why I do this and why I have this podcast is so that a hundred thousand women plus can become a wealthier version of themselves. And because I'm sharing my journey and my story, it also enables you to share yours. And then there's a massive ripple effect to that. So that is why I do what I do. But anyway, I hope to connect with you on whichever platform you find me on and I'll catch you on the next episode. Cheers guys. Cheers guys.